for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be looking at a passage of Scripture in the Gospel according to Matthew that shows us Jesus and the disciples just on a stroll through a grain field and they pick some grain, but the Pharisees, they're going to want to pick a fight with Jesus because you see it has to do with the Sabbath and what is work? Is picking grain work? Well, the scripture says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God, and in it you shall not do any work. So, the disciples, is this work that they pick grain? They just have a little hunger in their tummy and they want it satisfied? Or what about healing someone like a man with a withered hand? Well, that's all going to come up in our text today. But you know, the Pharisees, they don't see much freedom. But I want you to know that in Christ, we have a lot of freedom. We have freedom not to worry. We have freedom not to hurry. We have freedom to hope. And we have freedom to give thanks. And so, as we look at this devotional today, this text, I want you to know that you are free in Christ. You are free to trust Jesus. So let's have ears to hear and eyes to see and hearts to welcome what God wants to share with us in his holy word as the gospel according to Matthew chapter 12 is read for us. Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath, and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? 
Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was completely restored, just as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. So there is a debate. What does it mean to work on the Sabbath? I mean, you're not supposed to work on the Sabbath according to the Ten Commandments. And so is picking grain? Well, the disciples did pick some grain on the Sabbath, and like we said earlier, the Pharisees then pick a fight with Jesus, for they want to challenge him. And this really then becomes a hinge point for Jesus. You know, we all have those times when there's transitions in our lives, and there's a turning point. It might be like a graduation, it might be some kind of illness, or a birth of a child, but something happens and we know that life will not be the same. Well, here we have the Pharisees. They are going after Jesus. They want to do away with him. And this is a turning point for Jesus. And so what's he gonna do? I mean, here he allows his disciples to pick some grain. And it's like the Pharisees are saying, what part of in it you shall not do any work, do you not understand? Well, Jesus wants to go from this debate to giving his defense. And so he's going to use some examples from the scriptures. In fact, he's going to use Bible knowledge, that which the Pharisees should have. It should be their strength. But we're going to see that Jesus uses an example from the historical books of the Old Testament. And he talks about David. And we see that like in verse 4 where he, we're told that he ate the consecrated bread. Well, in 1 Samuel chapter 21, we read about that. And yet David was not said that he was going against God's law. But the Pharisees might have said, well, but that wasn't on the Sabbath. That just has to do with food. But what about the Sabbath? Well, they, um, Jesus then uses the priests. And this is where we see the law. And he talks about how the priests were able to do their duty on the Sabbath. They work on the Sabbath, and yet they were not told that they were going against God's word. And so if he uses the historical books and he uses the law, you might think that he would then use the prophets. And indeed he does, because he brings a quote from Hosea having to do with mercy. And so we read about that in verse 7, where the word of God is 
uh, quoted by saying, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. So there we have the debate. We then have Jesus bringing his defense, but now he brings a decree. And this is where things really change because Jesus says, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Well, those are fighting words, right? I mean, for the Pharisees, there is now no debate. There is no defense. Once Jesus said that, everything is over. They are now going on the attack. And so we then see in verse 10 that the Pharisees ask, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Because now the scene changes. They're in the synagogue, and there's this man with a withered hand. And now the challenge is given. Is it lawful, Jesus? You know, what are you going to do? Well, we're going to see that Jesus shows mercy. And so we see that in verse 12, Jesus answers the question flat out. He says, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And so, instead of having this law of works, you know, this legalistic look at the law, Jesus has a law of love. That's what guides him. And so he looks at this man with the withered hand, and he says, stretch out your hand. And this man had faith, and he obeyed Jesus, and he was healed. And so we see that the Pharisees then go on to say that they were going to plot now. In verse 14 it says, but the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. Well, instead of seeing who Jesus really is and rejoicing that this man was healed, we see how far into a pit the Pharisees go. And yet we see that Jesus, instead of plotting, he now goes out and heals even more people. That's our Lord. He loves to heal. He likes to shower his grace and his mercy upon us. And so we might ask, well, in this debate, what does God have to say? Well, in the prophet Isaiah, using his words, we see it says, Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love, in whom I delight. So yes, it's like God is saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And so let's draw close to God's son, like in this year, 2021. And let's do so to God's glory and our joy. So as we close our Living Life devotion today, I want to draw your attention to those final verses in our text where there's still a quote from Isaiah and speaking about Jesus. It says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Do you feel like you're a bruised reed? I mean, like you're just, the storms of life just keep coming, right? They keep pounding at our lives and many are suffering right now 
you have loved ones who are making poor decisions, or maybe you're dealing with an illness, or you've seen death in your family. There's a lot of things that can come our way. And yet we do hear Jesus in just the previous chapter here in Matthew, where Jesus said, Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Well, I just want to encourage you that you can come to Jesus. And so just know that he is on the move. I mean, he is active. And so let's draw close to God's Son in 2021. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful that as we go about our lives, even during these troubling times, that, Father, we know that you are there for us. You're not against us. And that, Father, we have Jesus who can teach us and show us how to live and love and serve. And so, Lord, I ask that you will guard our hearts, guide us and direct us in everything that we do and all that we say. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Sing your soul, the and stepping in closer.